You're listening to Illini Life Audio, messages from a community of Christian believers on the campus of University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. For more audio and video content, visit IlliniLife.org. From the beginning, uh, being at church on a Sunday morning is nothing new to me. I grew up in a Christian home where my dad was the facilities manager at my church, so little to say I was there a lot. We were there for every event, but not only there for the event, we were there before the event to set up, and we were also there long hours afterwards to tear down and clean up and everything. I got a lot of Sunday schooling through how I grew up, and I learned all the stories, and I was encouraged to memorize scripture. Uh, look at that. Uh, and growing up, when I got into fifth grade, that's when I went from being a homeschooler to the small private school within my church. And by small private school, I mean my eighth grade graduating class was me and three other guys. So it was really small, and if you can't tell by my story up to this point, I was a sheltered child. And then it happened. I went to high school. And that was not at my Christian uh, school. It was at a public school. And you know the story, uh, the new kid, new school, desperately trying to fit in. My reputation was exactly how you would expect it to be from my upbringing, the sheltered child. Uh, I was, yeah, people always uh, were bringing it up in conversations that were deemed too inappropriate for my ears, and they would apologize for whatever they were doing, whether in their actions or their words, just to bring it up and uh, pick on me with it. And I desperately wanted to fit in with my peers. I also wanted to keep my faith, though. And my freshman year, I carried my Bible around with me. And my sophomore year, I made it a point to put it on my stack of books as I walked down the hall so people would see it and know that, like, this is who I am, you know. And by junior year, I got really frustrated that I still wasn't, you know, the popular cool kid. So I ended up uh, putting it on my bookshelf and letting it collect dust. And that that was just a time of discouragement for me. And I decided that year that I know God, you know, you're real and you have great things for my life, but I want what I want and I'm going to do it things my way. So little to say throughout that year, I tried to fit in more. My vocabulary got a little bit more colorful and my actions were a little bit more crass and Throughout it, it's just like, oh, like this isn't helping. I still wasn't the popular kid, and I wasn't fitting in anymore for whatever reason. But I tried really, really hard to do so. Come around to my senior year, I had a pressing on my heart where it was to give church, but ultimately God, one more chance. To see if there was something that I had missed from my upbringing or you know, something that I just forgot. So uh, I started going to a different church on Wednesday nights that wasn't with my family just to get away and let myself process, you know, what, what is this thing that my family believes apart from 
having my family always looking over my shoulder. And by the grace of God, I found what I was looking for, and it was Jesus Christ. He was still there waiting for me, even though I had walked away from him. And I had said, you know, I want what I want, and you're not what I want right now. He was still willing to uh, bring me back in by his grace. Um, and I am so thankful that I, he called me back to him at the end of my like high school career because I just know, knowing myself, I would have gotten myself into a lot of trouble during my college years. Uh, and during my college years, I found this campus ministry called H2O. Uh, at Kent State University. And if you don't know H2O, they're like a church similar to us, just at a different uh, campus, same church network and everything too. So I got to meet a bunch of really awesome guys there who taught me how to confess my sins to my brothers in Christ. And they really challenged me to do life with Christ in ways that um, just really challenged my faith to continue to not only make it my own, but to let other people see and know that it is mine as well. Uh, let's see. And then uh, after a year of being a part of that church, I went to a leadership training program in Estes Park, Colorado. And that was really awesome for me. And as a bonus, that's where I met my wife. So plug for that. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, we started dating at the very end of that program, like the week we left. And through long distance and social distancing and all the other problems that come from dating two states away, uh, we got married uh, two years ago come January. And in that time, when we first got married, I came here and got plugged into iLife, and I just saw like how much not only the church loves their congregation and each other, but how much they loved the people on the campus and the people around them. And I knew that God had like told me, "Hey, you might be going into ministry," but I didn't know the like who, when, where, why, how, all the questions. And then He made those known to me last year. Yeah, that was a year ago. So um, we actually ended up moving back to Ohio because I had one more semester at Kent State. And through that year, I was questioning, like, why did he have me move back to Ohio? Like, it's dark and gray. It's, uh, you know, nobody likes it, apparently, except me. <laughs> but there's a reason for it. So I... I found out quickly that it was because we had to raise support and I had um, connections there and the Lord just made it so we could come back here in a timely manner. And it was just such a blessing from him. So I am so excited to be with you guys worshiping at Illini Life. And that is my story. <laughs>